Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Impact Books. Today we're reviewing The Mindful Athlete, The Secrets to Pure Performance by George Mumford. This was a surprising gem for me. It wasn't something that I was looking for. I was actually seeking some more sage words from my boy Phil Jackson. Now, while I don't consider myself much of a sports fan, when Phil speaks, I listen. So when I saw that he had written the intro to this book, I actually discovered that Michael Jordan credits Mumford with transforming his on-court leadership of the Bulls. And if you know that story, it's pretty compelling. So uh, Mumford also famously worked with Kobe Bryant, Andrew Bynum, and countless other NBA players to help them turn their game around as well. Now, Kobe was quoted as saying, George Mumford helped me understand the art of mindfulness to be neither distracted or focused, rigid or flexible, passive or aggressive. I learned just to be. Now, those are some seriously like Buddhist-y, woo-woo-y words, and Mumford goes really deep into that kind of stuff in the book, but he backs it up with neuroscience, and ultimately this book ended up being really powerful. Now, in the book, Mumford details the power that comes from fine-tuning the mind as much as you fine-tune the body, which is something, ironically, that most people don't do, but what really gives this book real weight for me is that Mumford is a former drug addict who used mindfulness techniques as a way to find sobriety and deal with the pains that he was struggling with in his life that led him to drugs in the first place. And he actually credits mindfulness with saving his life. As such, he speaks of the techniques with the urgency and reverence of the converted. And that really gives the book a lot of energy that I enjoyed very, very much. All right, in the book, he lays out exactly how to develop mindfulness, citing the neuroscience behind the phenomenon that he's describing, which really, really is key for me because it gives me the ability to visualize how it's all working. And when I can visualize something, then I can really get control of it. And Mumford does an amazing job of that. If you're not familiar with the concept of mindfulness, think of it as a highly cultivated meditative state that makes it easier and easier to access flow, even in the highest pressure situations. So it's going to apply whether you're an athlete or not. If you're ever dealing with high pressure stuff, this book is really going to be useful. All right. Impactful takeaway number one, you must learn to unlearn. All right. Whether you're an athlete or anything else, you almost certainly have picked up bad habits along the way. I know I have, and we'll call a bad habit anything that doesn't move you towards your goals. But before you can move forward, you're really going to have to unlearn a lot of these bad habits, strategies, and techniques, anything that's keeping you from really achieving at the level that you want. And as Mumford makes clear, a big part of developing a championship mindset is unlearning the negative and limiting thought patterns. He outlines some pretty strong methods for retraining the mind and strategies for retraining the mind really are at the heart of this book. All right, this is really why I like the book as much as I did. If there's one thing I would say that anyone who wants to achieve at a high level is absolutely going to have to get good at, it's identifying and unlearning the behaviors that hold you back. This is especially true of limiting beliefs, which are a big part of what cripples most people. All right, impactful takeaway number two. 
Mindfulness is learning to find the eye of the storm. All right, this struck me as a fantastic way to think about the desired outcome of mindfulness, which I'm not sure a lot of people really know what they're trying to get out of it. And especially if you replace the word find with create which is exactly how Mumford actually approaches the advice in the book, even though he doesn't often use that word. What you're trying to do is create the eye in the storm. As Mumford explains, there are times in life, and certainly in competition, where chaos is swirling all around you. It's total madness, it's absolute mayhem, and what you have to do is create space in the middle of all that where your mind can work from a place of undisturbed calm. You can't always control the world around you. I think we all know that's true, but you can control the state of your mind. And that is the universal lesson that I think everyone can benefit from. And Mumford delivers the goods with detailed strategies for creating that space of calm where the higher level centers of cognition in your brain remain active, but not too active, allowing people to slide into flow even in the midst of the swirling madness that often ends up enveloping all of us. All right, impactful takeaway number three. Get good at what Mumford calls kinesthetic visualization. All right, it's a fancy way of saying visualize the things that you want to see happen. As he notes, the brain cannot tell, pay attention to this one, the brain cannot tell the difference between what is real and what is imagined. It is a fascinating concept that I've heard a lot of other people talk about, and I think that much of anxiety is born out of a failure to understand this point. This one is really critical, guys. While he's not suggesting that you won't be able to perceive the difference between reality and a daydream, he's not saying that people are crazy or schizophrenic, but what he is saying is that the brain will encode for and rewire for experiences, whether those experiences are real or simply imagined. Let that one sink in. This is one of those things that I'd come across a lot, but it never really stopped to think about what it means. Now, for instance, what I'm talking about is if you repetitively worry about messing up and you think about how embarrassed you would be to publicly fail at something new, your anxiety is going to grow. You're literally going to wire for anxiety because you're experiencing that failure on some level every time you rehearse that scenario in your head. So if you're obsessively worrying about things, you need to remember that your brain is actually wiring to make those connections stronger and stronger. And that's why the most important thing that you can practice is envisioning things going perfectly, exactly according to plan. Because on some level, your brain now is gonna encode for that experience as well. It's going to encode for things going the way that you want them to go. That's why you want to obsess over perfect performance because it primes you for confidence and performing at your best. All right. It's always brutal for me to boil down the book into just three quotes. This book is no exception, but here are three that really jumped out at me and I thought were incredibly powerful. Number one, your performance starts with your mind. Now I promise you, truer words were never spoken. No matter how much you train your body, if you don't also train your mind into championship shape, you will never achieve at the levels that you want to achieve. This is one of the reasons that Tom Brady was drafted so late, despite becoming one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks in the history of the game, and why so many number one draft picks go on to do absolutely nothing. It is easy to test for physical skills, but it is hard as hell to test for the mental. But ultimately, I think that the mental, far more than the physical, is gonna determine the success of anyone in any endeavor. All right, impactful quote number two. We can either make ourselves miserable or make ourselves strong. The amount of work is the same. 
Right, that one comes from Carlos Castaneda, and I think that the reason it resonated with Mumford, and is certainly the reason that it resonates with me, goes back to Mumford's illustration of the concept of kinetic visualization. You get what you focus on. And no matter what you focus on, it takes the same amount of effort. So whether you decide to focus on things going well or things going poorly, it takes the same amount of energy, but the end result is so dramatically different, you've got to be very intentional about what you choose to focus on because it is going to determine the quality of your life and the very chances of success. All right, impactful quote number three. Without love and joy motivating your efforts, you're not practicing right effort. All right, right effort is a concept that Mumford comes back to over and over in the book. It's a concept that the right effort is whatever effort is most gracefully going to take you to your desired outcome. What struck me about this concept is how true it is that when you fill yourself with love and joy for the game, whatever game you're playing, it creates a mental suppleness and fluidity that really does make accessing flow so much easier. And when you're in flow, your performance is going to be so much better. All right, when you focus too much on crushing your opponent and other dark and heavy feelings, I mean, this literally reminds me of Star Wars. When you're focused on the bright, the light, the positive, your outcomes are gonna be so different than if you're focusing on crushing and defeating and it's all aggression. So finding that mindfulness, creating the eye in the storm, the calm assertion versus emotional aggression, that's when you're gonna get the best outcome. When people are trying too hard, when they're focused too much on winning, that's when they choke. All right, there are so many amazing quotes and ideas in this book. There's no way that I could cover them all, but if you go to impacttheory.com right now, you'll be able to find more quotes from the book that have lodged themselves deep in my brain and I think that you'll find them useful. All right, this is always my favorite part of the reviews. How am I going to use this in my life? I can't tell you guys how much mindfulness and meditation have changed my life and they have become a huge part of my daily routine. And there are some great techniques and subtleties mentioned in this book like kinesthetic visualization and using the metaphor of creating the eye of the storm that I've already begun to use in my life. I, I really cannot emphasize enough the importance of having a mindfulness and or meditative practice in your life. Guys, it is a really big deal. And if you're like me, you've been avoiding it, but stop avoiding it. This is one of those things so many people talk about and they talk about it because it actually works. And Mumford goes into the sympathetic nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, and that's really what this technique is all about. It's learning to control the gas and the brake in your mind is a very big deal. And the mindful athlete really is an amazingly good place to start if you haven't already created a system for yourself. All right, as always, I want to leave you with one more quote. According to George Mumford, arguably one of the greatest sports psychologists on the planet, quote, success is 99%. All right, for the rest of that quote, you guys are gonna have to read the book. You know how we do it here. So go check it out. I highly recommend this book. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. We're doing this weekly. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.